Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and it's been so hot. I know I've been complaining a lot about where I live, and trust me, i got to change the light here a little bit. Sorry. Trust me, that com- those complaints are legitimate, but we are experiencing our first monsoon of the year which normally monsoons start at the end of July, and we are currently at the end of August, just a few hours away from September, and we're getting our first real monsoon. And normally what happens with these monsoons is we get a sandstorm first, and then we get the rains after that. Now, we don't typically lose power, but I thought I would just start recording this podcast because I'd already written it, just in case we do. But one more thing before we jump into the news, I just wanted to give a shout out to the blog carswithcords.net. That's carswithcords, C-O-R-D-S.net. I enjoy this blog, and I would highly encourage you folks to go check it out, because if you like this show, you're going to probably like that blog. All right, let's jump into our EV news. Redwood Materials has raised $1 billion to expand operations in the United States. If you don't know who Redwood Materials is or are, if you don't know who they are, um, J.B. Straubel, who is the chief technology officer for Tesla, left Tesla and founded Redwood Materials. They are a battery recycler. Ford just released its second-gen EV charger. Now, if you are a Mach-E owner or a Ford F-150 Lightning owner, don't get too excited because this charger is mainly focused for fleets. Uh, It's got some cool features, but it's just not for home use. So, you know, we'll mention it, but won't go any further than that. Ford is also planning to stop production on three ICE versions of their cars, the Escape, the Edge, and the Transit Connect. I specify ICE because Ford may bring these models back as EVs, and I'm just speculating here, but the Ford Escape is a really popular car, as is the Edge, and I just don't see Ford completely abandoning those brands. They'll just come back as electric vehicles. 
Um, we didn't have much in the way of EV news, so this is our last story of this segment. Does DC fast charging degrade your battery faster? Before I read this story, I would have said yes, absolutely. After I've read this story, I I say it's kind of compelling, but I need to see more studies on this to really say for sure. But a recent study from Recurrent Auto says that DC fast charging doesn't have any more of an effect on the, the degradation of your battery than AC fast charging does at least if you own a Tesla. Recurrent Auto analyzed data from over 12,500 Teslas in the United States. They were Model 3s and Model Ys. They compared the cars that DC fast charge at least 90% of the time to cars who DC fast charge less than 10% of the time. So they're just charging level 1 or level 2 charger. They found that DC fast charging and AC charging degrade the battery at a similar rate. This is mainly down, they say, to the battery management system in the vehicle. There are many factors that affect the overall health of the battery, not just DC or or AC fast charging. Uh, Some of those include extreme temperatures, so if it's too hot or too cold. But the way the car makes up for that is they precondition the battery. They either heat it or cool it down. When you charge your battery, that also has an effect on the vehicle. And I'm not talking about what kind of day. It's it's more of your state of charge at the time you're, you're DC fast charging. If you're charging at a very low state of charge or a very high state of charge, that actually puts more stress on the battery and that could cause degradation. All right. That is all of our EV news. We have a little more Tesla news this week. Uh, if just a quick Patreon plug, if you want to support this show, you like what we're doing here, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt. Or if you want to support on ACAST, go to the show notes and just click on ACAST plus, and you can support the show and get an ad free feed for as little as a dollar a month. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, let's move on to our Tesla news. Tesla has started enabling full self-driving betas in hardware for vehicles. This is according to Sawyer Merritt. If you don't follow Sawyer Merritt on X, you should. He's a good follow. Elon said recently that vehicles with hardware 4 would be about six months behind Model 3 cars in terms of features. With Elon, who's who knows what six months he happens to be talking about. Is it this six months or the last six months of 2024? We, we just don't know with him. But it is good that they're starting to enable features of this vehicle. When when I got my car, hardware four units were rolling out of the Model Y, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get, I might have a hardware four vehicle. Turns out I don't, I only have hardware three vehicle. But um, at that time, the car really didn't have any any features in in terms of autopilot to speak of. Like it could do some things, but it didn't do anything great. So they started turning FSD beta on in those vehicles. So that's good. Let's see here. We talked recently about the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration and their two-year investigation into Tesla's autopilot. So we have some further information on that. And before we get into that, I just want to say when NHTSA says autopilot, we're assuming that they mean the entire autonomous software suite, which includes autopilot, enhanced autopilot, and full self-driving. All right, here we go. On July 26, NHTSA sent a letter to Tesla notifying the automaker that the government agency is aware that Tesla, and here this is directly from the letter here, introduced an autopilot configuration that, when in- enabled, allows drivers using autopilot to operate their vehicle for extended periods without autopilot prompting the driver to apply torque to the steering wheel. This is also known as Elon mode. I don't, I don't a hundred percent know why I think it's because Elon drives his car around like this, but who, who knows? Or maybe it's just what they say on Twitter. Uh, the letter went on to say the resulting relaxation of controls designed to ensure that the driver remains engaged in the dynamic driving task could lead to greater driver inattention and failure of the driver to properly supervise autopilot. Okay. So then they also went on to say uh, that they're concerned that this feature has introduced uh, that was introduced to consumer vehicles and now the existence of this feature is known to the public. More drivers may attempt to activate it. So I don't think Tesla's officially rolled this out. Some hackers got access to it. But as far as I know, this isn't an official feature of the vehicle. Here are some of the things that the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration would like to know. They want details and dates of software updates, like when they were introduced to Tesla engineering and then when they were introduced to consumer vehicles. What steps are needed to activate the software update, uh, the one that reduces or eliminates instances in which autopilot prompts the driver to apply torque? Uh, 
uh, detailed steps or conditions to revert the vehicle whose software updates have been activated to its ordinary state. So I'm guessing the people who have figured out how to activate this, how does Tesla roll that back? I'm guessing with that, that's, that's what that means. Uh, let's see. There's some other things in here. Other changes to the vehicle's interface, autopilot functionality, vehicles, control authority, any lessons learned findings from driving vehicles with subject software update enabled, documents explaining subject software's functionality, Tesla's plans to introduce given to and uh, Tesla's plans or instructions given to Tesla engineer staff who are responsible for driver engineering vehicles with the software for driving engineering vehicles with the software update and crash and incident reports from collisions or near misses. So there's some other things in there. Elon really likes to taunt government agencies, which is dumb. To be clear, I don't think it's bad to challenge government agencies or regulations because certain regulations may be overreach or they're not well-written. There's a variety of reasons why a company or industry would like to challenge certain regulations, and I think it's completely legit to do so. But there's a way to do that that won't make it difficult to work with that government agency in the future. And that's this is me being... Super politically correct here, because I want to say something else, but I'm not going to. There's a way to do it and act like an adult. Let's put it that way. Uh, continuing on, Elon flaunting uh, his perceived rights to government agencies. Last week, Elon live-streamed on X a test drive in a Model S equipped with full self-driving Beta 12. Now, I'm not going to talk about FSD Beta 12 because I have been... I have been fooled by Elon so many times when it comes to full self-driving that when that feature actually comes out, we'll talk about it. When people can actually use it and drive it and, and it's independent uh, verifications of certain you know features, then we'll talk about it. Until then, it's you know interesting. Uh, but it appears in this video that Tesla was holding a phone while he was driving which is illegal in the state of California where he was driving. Elon did have to take control of the vehicle when he was doing his little demonstration and streaming to X because it was going to run a red light at an intersection. Now, here are the dumb parts of what Elon did. First of all, the video is super low res, which makes x look terrible like if you're the ceo of a company you want your live stream to look amazing and elon has an endless access has endless access to nerds like he could have easily got a group of nerds together from one of many of the companies that he has and solved this problem he could have thrown a starlight or starlight <laughs> starlink on the back of the car and had better video and he just it, it just makes x and elon look terrible with this low res video it's awful it looks like it was shot on a you know early 2000s cell phone it's that bad second there's a person in the vehicle why is elon holding the phone and driving when there's a second person in the vehicle it was uh a shock alaswami he was uh, 
in the vehicle. He's Tesla's head of autopilot. Why not let that guy hold it? And even better than that, we'll move to the third thing. Elon is a billionaire. He could certainly afford to go to Best Buy and buy a $60 suction mount and mount that phone on you know, the glass roof so that it, he, he doesn't have to hold it. Like, this is stupid. He's in, you know, Fremont driving, I think, to Stanford in this video. There's bound to be a few Best Buys on the way. I, f- I feel like that could have been something that they did and made this better. And then, you know, like I said before, I've been burned by Elon so many times on promises about full self-driving, even if this is 100% true and there is zero fabrications in his video, I just don't believe it. Moving on, this this is going to sound like the Bad News Bear uh, podcast for for Tesla and a little bit like GM, and it wasn't meant to be that way. There's just a lot of bad news for Tesla this week. Tesla is facing two autopilot trials over fatal accidents. The trials will take place in mid-September and October. The first incident alleges that autopilot caused the Model 3 to veer off a highway at 65 miles per hour, hit a palm tree, and catch fire. In this accident, there was one fatality, two serious injuries. One was a minor, and the minor had very serious injuries, uh, a child. The lawsuit is claiming that Tesla pushed autopilot while knowing that the ADA, ADAS systems were defective. Next up, we have an incident involving a Model 3 that crashed into a semi-trailer that had pulled into the road. So from what I understand, the semi-trailer was crossing the road, and while it was crossing the road, the Model 3 uh, drove underneath the trailer. So um, I guess the semi-truck was perpendicular to the Model 3. The Model 3 drove underneath the trailer. It, it sheared off the roof of the Model 3, killing the driver. This lawsuit is claiming that Autopilot failed to break or do anything to avoid the collision. Now, in both of these incidences, Tesla is arguing that the drivers agree that they're in control of the vehicle and therefore responsible for anything that happens, whether autopilot is on or off. Tesla also went on to say that there are no self-driving cars on the road today, which you could maybe argue that (laughs) Waymo and Chevy Cruze are self-driving cars, but whatever. We won't split hairs but there are certainly cars that don't have drivers in them. I don't know what you would call them besides self-driving cars. Uh, In this Model 3's instance where it went underneath the trailer, something similar happened, I think it was in 2016. It was a Model S that was driving on a highway in Florida, I believe, and a, a, a similar incident where the, the semi-truck, tra- uh, semi-truck was driving across that highway. If you've never been to the East Coast, there are certain places where you can do this kind of thing. And the Model S, which was uh, equipped with Mobileye uh, hardware and software at the time, didn't see the trailer. And the driver, unfortunately, went underneath the trailer and, and uh, that that accident was fatal. So it's not as if this hasn't happened before. As these cases play out, we'll make sure to give you all of the updates. But let's go ahead and move on here. 
Tesla is facing a federal Department of Justice investigation over range estimates. We talked about this recently on an episode, and I don't think it's that big of a deal. So what consumers are complaining about or making a big deal of is when you get in your car and it says you have 260 miles and then you drive around and you really only have 222 miles. I don't think it's a big deal because when you get in your car, that's the best possible range for that for that time, which the car is going nowhere. It's sitting nowhere. It has no idea where you are going. It has no idea how fast you'll be driving. It has no idea what elevations you'll be facing. It has no idea what you want your climate control set to, and it has no idea what the weather is outside. So if I'm going from my house to Flagstaff and I don't tell Tesla that's where I'm going, it's going to give me the best possible range number. I'm not defending Tesla. This is just how how I think about it. If I entered into my destination that I was going to Flagstaff into Tesla's navigation system, it would say, um, you're going to arrive with 18% battery and, you know, that's going to be like 35 miles or whatever it ends up being, right? That is actually very accurate when you enter it into the navigation system because when you enter it into the navigation system, Tesla knows where you're going. They know the weather, and you can argue that they know what the weather is going to be like when you leave your car, but, you know, they don't know how long you're driving or any of that other stuff, but they know how lo- how how much rain, how much, uh, what the distance is between how many miles you're going to travel they know what the weather is. They know what the elevations are. And that all of that takes into account. And it and it gives you a fairly accurate number. I don't think Tesla is doing anything that would be considered um, shady in this instance. What is shady is in the second part of the story is that they were canceling. They had a whole team just to cancel customer appointments who thought something was wrong with their vehicles and they were bringing it in to be um, evaluated. That's shady, and that should absolutely be investigated. But as far as the range thing goes, those are, um, I'm not going to say, those are best-case scenario numbers. I was going to say optimistic, but I don't think that's right. Best-case scenario. One more bit of bad news. But after this, I promise we'll get into some good news. Uh, let's see. Where, where am I at? Oh, Tesla's under investigation from the Department of Justice for using company resources to build Elon a house. And depending on who, which article, some places say house, some places say mansion. In either case, uh, to they're misappropriating funds to build Elon something. So last year, there was an article about uh, some special projects like there was one thing labeled special glass and another one was called secret project. And then an employee almost got fired over this. The special project was thought to be at that time, a house for Elon and the wall street journal recently did a report on project 42, which again goes back to an allegedly that, which is allegedly for a house, that Tesla is going to build for Elon and they said mansion. So if you're a private company or a public company, you can't use public company funds for a private project. And you really, I mean, it's probably bad. It's, it's probably bad form to use 
a private company's funds for a personal project because the government's going to find out tax wise. You got to be really careful with that is what I'm saying. But if this is true and Tesla or Elon is using Tesla's resources to build a, a home for himself, everybody involved in this should be held accountable to the fullest extent of the law. Now, is that to say that everybody who's involved should uh, be punished? No. I mean, if you're a low-level employee and the CEO of the company you work for tells you to do something and you don't know what that thing is for, he tells you to order a big piece of glass, you're going to order a big piece of glass at your job. But if you're in on it and you know what he's doing is wrong, then yeah, you should be punished for that. You know what they're doing is wrong. Like we have whistleblower laws for this kind of thing. For what it's worth, it doesn't, like if this is true, then Elon has truly lost his mind. Like there's there's nothing good that would come of this. Elon's one of the richest pers- people, if not the richest person on, in the world, depending on when you listen to this. He could easily afford to pay for a mansion, even if that mansion was $100 million. Like he could figure out how to get that money if he didn't have it in cash. All right. Now on to the good news. Tesla has cut prices on inventory Model 3s by as much as $5,500. Now, that's just here in the United States. And inventory Model 3s are, if you go to the Tesla website and you look at current inventory, you're going to see some price cuts on that. And like we have every single time we do a story about price cuts or anything that has to do with the Model 3, that means in the media that a refreshed version of the Model 3 Project Highland, that release is imminent. Well, guess what? That's actually what's happening. Tesla has officially announced the Model 3 Project Highland. Uh, Earlier today, a leaked photo of the vehicle was uh, found online. and it caused a big stir. And a few hours after that, Elon, or not Elon, Tesla made the official announcement. Now, the new Model 3 has an updated front end. It's more tapered. It looks sleek. It looks more aggressive. It's got narrower headlights. Um, if you roll around to the, the side of the car, it looks largely the same. If you go to the back of the car, it's got some C-shaped taillights. And Tesla is spelled out between those taillights. It's got some improved aerodynamics. And the inside of the car is really where a lot of the changes are made. There's a new 8-inch rear touchscreen, which gives rear passengers control over climate change and climate change. <laughs> they can change their own climate and entertainment. They can they can choose their own music, I guess, or watch a movie. Uh, there's deleted stocks on the steering column, which is like the Model S and X, with the gear selector now on the touchscreen. Turn signal buttons on the left side of the steering wheel. Um, let's see here. Ventilated seats, which which can be troll. Ventilated seats, which can be controlled outside the vehicle through Tesla's app, which are heating and cooling. I wish to God my car had ventilated seats. Uh, a cushier and more comfortable rear seats. So that's good for people who are sitting in the back. 17-speaker surround sound, improved Bluetooth microphone performance, improved Wi-Fi and Bluetooth connectivity, which is really good because when I connect my phone to my Model Y, it sounds like it's in slow motion. And I've reset it several times. I've rebooted the car several times, and it still happens, and I'm not sure what's going on with that. 
Uh, I'm, I'm almost to the point of doing a forced like reset, like just like resetting the whole car. I don't really, I don't really want to do that. Some other features are customizable interior amb- ambient lighting, which is a nice feature. A larger rear trunk. It goes from 561 liters to 594 liters. Now, range. First of all, actually, before I give you the range, it's rear-wheel drive and long-range only. No performance highlands out there. Rear-wheel drive will get you 319 miles or 513 kilometers. Really good. Long range, though, will get you 421 miles or 678. All right. I recorded this last night um, thinking that I would post it in the morning when I woke up. Well, 530 in the morning, I wake up, look at my phone, and there's some new information. Uh, not that this is important, but it was unveiled in Norway. That, that will become important later. Um, and I, I haven't written anything out for this, so forgive me as I go through this. The price on this vehicle were, uh, was in, in Norway, 409,107 kroner, which is around 38,385 US dollars. The long range, that was for the base model, the long range, was 499,895 kroner, which is $46,900. And the first deliveries are expected in October. As far as launch countries go, it's going to be Australia, New Zealand, Europe, which is a continent, not a country, um, the Middle East, and China. And I'm sure that'll expand from there. There's going to be some slight spec differences between the countries. I didn't go into what all of those were. If you're, if you live in those countries, I'm sure you could figure it out. In addition to the updated Tesla Model 3 news, we have some price cuts for Model S and Model X. You know, you remember a few weeks ago when Tesla said that they were going to come out with a, or have a standard range, uh, Model S and Model X. Well, they, they've decided they're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's the, it's the silly season with Tesla pricing. Fortunately, this time the pricing's going the right way. They're dropping instead of going up. So let's look at Model S first. Model S long range now starts at $74,990, which is a 15% reduction over its previous price, which was $88,490. So a, a good chunk could change there as far as the price cut. Uh, for, let's see, Model S Plaid is now starts at 80, Model S Plaid starts at $89,990, which is a 17% adjustment over its pre- previous price of $108,490. That's a, that's a fantastic uh, it's still a lot of money, but it, for that car, it's fantastic. Let's move on to the Model X. Model X long range, uh, is now 79, starts at $79,990, which is an 18.8% reduction from its previous price of $98,490. The Model X Plaid now starts at $89,990, which took a 17% price reduction over its previous price of $108,490. Uh, 
So, I mean, this is, this is a really good deal. If you have the money, I have one more thing to talk about, and that is full self-driving. If you had to guess, if, and, and some of you may have already read this story, but if you had to guess, do you think Tesla's full self-driving price has gone up or has gone down? It's gone down. It's gone down by $3,000. You can now buy full self-driving for $12,000 instead of $15,000. I think this is fantastic. However, it's still $9,000 too expensive in my opinion. That's just my opinion, but I, I it's too expensive. Uh, you can still purchase enhanced autopilot for $6,000. And if you are wanting to take advantage of the Tesla full self-driving subscription, that's still $199. Nothing has changed there. So, yeah, uh, big news this morning at 530 when I was like, oh, no, I need to do a lot more work to uh, get this show out. All right, everybody, that is it for me on this episode. I was going to have a little segment on fire ex fire extinguishers, and I, I'll move that to next week. I actually thought this show was going to be about 15 minutes long, and it turns out it's 30 minutes long. So I, I won't subject you to that today. But I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. It's a Labor Day weekend here in the United States. So I hope everybody has a super chill and exciting and fun weekend, just relaxing and enjoying your time off. If you'd like to email me, it's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. You can find me on Twitter at 918digital or at, nine, yeah, at 918digital, but it's X. That's what, that's what confused me. It's not Twitter. It's X. You can find me on X at 918digital. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. I will see you on Tuesday. 